Three. Uh, go ahead. Two. One. All right, fight fans, welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Yeah, Ray! Yeah, yeah! Back in the house! You forgot we're coming to you live from the North Caveman Studios, yeah. <laughs> in North Buffalo. I don't know if you've been here since I redid the office, but uh, look, I got a picture of me. I don't have a picture of you because you didn't give me any. I'm going to bring a picture of me. All right. I got the jiu-jitsu thing. I got the ring and the glove. Batman poster thing. And yep. the heater because it was cold up here the last time <laughs> I was up in here. Uh, I have a couple podcasts since you were here last. We have Primo Luciano. That was a great podcast. Who the hell is Primo? He um, He's one of the first guys in the local uh, jiu-jitsu grappling MMA scene. Oh, okay. He was back with me back in the day when we were fighting with no gloves on, man. He was one of the oh, first wow. guys around. He was here before Chuck, before Dub, everybody. Like, everyone that's... Is he uh, BJJ? Yeah, he, he's a, uh, a uh, purple, purple belt in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He was uh, a black belt on our knees, and uh, he was like the first guy that taught everybody. Dub trained with him, I trained with him. Cool. Uh, Catil's trained with him. Everyone did, really. Cool. Mad respect for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was uh, one of the innovators, man. He's one of the guys oh, yeah. that got us all going. We used to train up in my attic back in the day. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was good times, man. Was he the guy with you where you got kicked out of uh, Kevin Wazir's house? Yes. <laughs> oh, was he? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah, he I was gotta, back in the day, those days. I got to meet him up. Yeah, I, I love You should listen to the podcast. He didn't know we had a hot mic on at the end. Oh, and, uh, So I got a pretty good uh, pretty good Easter egg from him. Cool. Um, nothing like uh, the Easter egg I can get from you today about, you know, the funeral and stuff, but. <laughs> Ray's giving me the hand signals already, man. Getting yeah, in trouble. So, this is too early in the podcast to be talking come junk. On, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> so, what's going on with King of the Cage? All right, and before we go to King of the Cage, we also had Dr. Kroll on. Okay. And that was one of the better podcasts that we've done so far. Too bad you weren't here for it, like oh, always. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Um, oh, man. I'm sorry, Dr. Kroll. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, anyways. We had a great uh, podcast about back pain, neck pain, what to do to relieve the neck pain. Like uh, we talked about CBD oil and some other common treatments. So that was okay. pretty good. Oh, I started CBD oil by the way too. I haven't talked to you since I started. Okay, uh, you want to talk about that? See how it's been going for you, or you want to uh, do, do that in a lot? Uh, I, I did that in every podcast since then, but I'll t- tell you about it too. Uh, I haven't really noticed too much. Heard all the great stuff about CBD oil. I uh, I've been taking it. I actually doubled the dosage I was taking, and I still really don't feel too much. It's, uh, it's supposed to take care of inflammation and pain in the joints. I took double. I still really I'm taking like six drops a day now instead of three. Yeah. And I uh, take it underneath your tongue. I haven't really felt too much pain relief, but uh, I've been sleeping really well, man. I haven't having uh, very lucid dreams and feel much more rested. Then the beast got into the business. <laughs> yes, I would. When we have him back on, maybe we can get him for uh, another episode soon to talk about the CBD oil. Yeah, I would like to uh, order one of his uh, products, and we'll you know we'll shoot out because I'll tell him uh, the experience that I've been having with the product I have now, and maybe since you know he deals in CBD, he can uh, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good one. Yeah, and then we can review his product, but we're not going to give him no. Uh, it's going to be real caveman's corner. If it sucks, I'm going to say tell everyone it sucks. <laughs> Ray's like, all right, we lost him. <laughs> oh, you know what else I did, dude? Something that Joe Rogan talks about all the time. I did a float tank. The fuck is that? 
That's uh, where you just sit in a bath, and there's uh, like 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt in there, so you float. And uh, you just float around. It's like sen- sensory deprivation. They turn off the lights. Mm-hmm. You just float in there. It's like, a, like warm bath water. Oh, it was amazing. So how long you be in the tub before? I was in there for 60 minutes. Karis did it for 30. She had to get out because she was getting a little antsy in there. Wait, wait, wait. You get like a... Uh, um you do it in your house, right? No, no. You, you go to... A, I'm about to say, you need a big tub, right? Yeah, yeah. You got to go to this place. It's like a little waiting pool kind of thing. And you just float okay. in it. You, don't, you can't touch the sides. You can't feel anything. Wait, and you just float? You see, I don't know how to swim. I'll be scared. Yeah. But <laughs> you don't need to swim, dude. It's like... It's really ankle deep. It's like this deep. I'm holding my hands about eight inches apart. Yeah. That's about how deep the water is. So you just float. You can put your head in it and everything floats. Because there's so much uh, Epsom salt in the water that you float to the top. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it sucked a little bit of water out of me when I get out. I had nice abs, too. My abs were really popping. Oh, so, shit. That was pretty good. That was some hot Sucked water. some water out of you, yeah. It's not, like, so hot where you're sweating. Yeah. Like, where it's uncomfortable. It's just, like, warm bath water. Okay. And, dude, it was great. You can leave a light on, too, if you're scared of the dark. Oh, I'm not scared of the dark. Yeah. So you get in there all n- naked in your birthday suit, and you just float. <laughs> okay. Dude, it was so awesome. And uh, it really done a lot for my back and my neck and that's this is the best thing i've found so far for my back and my neck it's like sleeping i fell asleep in there for like 30 minutes but it's like the most um the most comfortable position i've been in in forever because my neck is always so jacked up it always hurts to sleep and uh, it felt so good cool i gotta try that yeah you should try it where you go for this place um Uh, location or I don't want to give them a free plug because they didn't give me anything. For all right, free. all right. No, no, no one freak that. Don't get. Don't say nothing. Just tell me. It's in Williamsville. I'll give you the address. I got okay. a card. I'll okay. show you the card after here. Yeah. If they want to get some plugs, they got to pay for our plugs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Speaking of plugs, if you're listening to this podcast still and you haven't hung up on us, please subscribe to whatever you're listening on, whether it's uh, iTunes, iTunes uh, YouTube. YouTube, or Podbean, or Stitcher, or or uh, iHeartRadio, which we're going to be on soon, uh, any one of those things, just click the subscribe button. Every subscription helps us out. Hell yeah. We did shoot a video today. I need to buy some new Jordans, man. Come on, guys. Yeah. I need to buy a pair of Jordans or shoes or maybe a sock, <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, okay, man. All your socks got holes. I know man. they do. <laughs> it's not even a joke. <laughs> and they're supposed to be white and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you're a caveman. But don't worry, my underwear. I need new underwear and some Jordans. Oh, dude! After the fights, I gotta get into the story real quick. Uh, Mickey was super drunk. So speaking like of dirty drawers, yeah. <laughs> so he's being really ignorant and rude around the table, and Dub's sitting there with his girlfriend. You know, he's like reaching over, trying to grab their food, and like, I thought Dub was gonna beat him up, dude. So I went over there and I separated him. And Mickey goes sit down at the end of the table. And um, yeah. I probably have to cut yeah, that. That's talk, pretty bad. Yeah, when, when he <coughs> talks, he spits on people. Yeah, so anyways, Mickey went down to the Mickey corner. Mickey and corner. Yeah, we put him down there. Uh, he's a minority all by himself because there's no one like Mickey. Uh, we're inclusive to everybody except for Mickey. So he was down there. Drunk Mickey is not a good person. And uh, I was showing everyone the fight where he pooped himself. That was pretty funny. <laughs> like while he's sitting there. <laughs> Mickey, lucky he didn't get choked out. Yeah, he's lucky he didn't get choked out. There's two black belts sitting there at the table. And uh, nobody choked him out. Derek yeah. was like, man, there's two black belts sitting here at the table. hoping someone choke him out. <laughs> Derek's this young kid, man. He's super good. Great southpaw. And uh, Mickey was like all over him, spitting on him and stuff. Oh, I, poor guy. Yeah, he's a... That sucks. Sorry, Derek. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, somebody just put him to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone might sleep. put him to sleep, dude. He's a mess. 
All right. All right. So you wanted to get into uh, the fights this weekend? Yeah. Did you make it out? Nope. <laughs> Did you steal my cable? Well, um, um, Kate had him on Facebook. Oh, so so I, was, I was a cheap bastard. I watched it on Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah. So first fight of the night was uh, uh, G-Dot, which his real name I learned this weekend is Alex Perilla. Uh, I, for the whole time, I thought his name was G-Dot. <laughs> Fought um, Alistair McDonald. This was G-Dot's first fight. Alistair McDonald was uh, 0-1. He took it last minute, right? Yeah, it took it the week of, like Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, wow. That's for sure. So, like, crazy. two or three days out. That's cr- You got balls doing yeah. that. Yeah, and his upper weight class because he was originally going to fight 35, and then they changed the weight class to 40, which is probably good because once he lost the fight, he wasn't dieting as strict as he should. I mean, you know, when you lose a fight the week of, you pretty much figure there's no fight. So he ate a little bit. So 140 was perfect weight, although it was a little big for him. He uh, came out, laid the smack down on the guy, picked him up, slammed him on his head. And my favorite part about this fight was he got mount, and the guy was, like, putting his arms up. And G-Dot's a jiu-jitsu guy, you know, so I thought he was going to take an arm bar like a little girl. But he laid some <laughs> smack down on the guy, made him turn his back, and choked the shit out of him. So uh, I was super proud of G-Dot for that. Cool. Man. Yeah, it was uh-huh. phenomenal. Yeah, he must be a new guy in the gym. Who's that? Oh, that guy that he fought? G-Dot. Oh, G-Dot? Yeah, he's a new guy in the gym, dude. He's super good. Blue belt. Dude, he's already way better than you. Oh, You've never even seen him. He's already blue belt, dude. <laughs> That's how long you're out of the gym for. Jeez. Although he did come and we shot a great video. He cut me off earlier. I did say that. But uh, we shot a funny video today. I'm going to post that. Hopefully, I'll post about the same time as I post this. Yeah. So, uh, there'll be some good stuff coming up on Caveman's Corner, the Facebook site. So, check that out, too. And if you're not liking it, like it and share that shit. Yeah, spread that shit around. <laughs> Next up was, uh, I think, Morgan Cavanaugh versus Darius Hardrick. How'd that go? I didn't get to see that one. It wasn't on Facebook Live. Uh, I think it was on Live, but it was on there later. I, th- I think uh, they pulled it down. I think that's what happens when uh, our guys lose. They pull it down. I'm not oh. sure, though. But uh, Morgan missed weight by a lot for this fight oh wow so i gotta call him on in that shit i know he's our guy but you gotta make weight man yeah i think he was like six or eight pounds over or something something ridiculous okay yeah so uh, yeah he's just gotta do better with his diet um this a pro was this a pro fight no amateur fight still okay um guy came in he still took the fight morgan was supposed to weigh in that day the next day and he was a little bit overweight for that too uh i don't know if this is secret stuff or not but i'm gonna talk about it anyways and uh, he missed weight for the second weigh-in, too. And, but the, the guy still took the fight. Started out like a typical Morgan fight. Morgan cracked him on the feet, took him down, started beating him up a little bit. Then uh, he gassed out. The guy roughed him up pretty good. But Morgan survived the first round. And then uh, Morgan came out the second round. He didn't look too bad. Threw a couple hands like he was really trying to hurt the guy. But then he took like a terrible shot. He knows not to shoot there. I think he was just exhausted, maybe. I'm right. not sure. Exhausted or tired. And uh, he, he shot on the guy, and guy ended up get, pushing him over, getting on top, and beat him up and finished him. Oh. It's a tough fight for Morgan, man. Especially yeah. since he's way, way better than that guy. You know, I hate to see that. Yeah, that's the kind of suck, losing to a guy you better. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's better in all three facets of the game. Better stand up. Right. Because the stand up's really come along, right? Yeah. It's wrestling was way way better for sure and his, his jiu-jitsu was good man it's really good yeah 
It's just uh, he needs to have a little bit more discipline training. I know he came off. He just came off wrestling. So he coaches uh, wrestling, high school uh, yeah. wrestling. So yep. he hasn't been in the gym much. And uh think if you're about to make that jump from amateur to pro, you got to decide what you right. want to do, man. You got to be in the gym. Right. You don't want to be like me. Yeah, you don't want to be like Ray. Um, he might end up like you, Ray, fat and out of shape, and coming here talking shit about people, making kids, yeah, kids. making kids. If you don't get his stuff together, you know, like um, I love the kid to death, man, and I think if he just has a little bit more discipline, he listen. Morgan is a tough kid. He's um, he got the talent, no doubt. Mm-hmm. He got the talent on his back. He's dangerous. He get the armbar. Uh, like you said, his wrestling is good, and um, and uh, his uh. His striking got better, so yeah, it so, was considerably better than it was. Man. Right, it's not like shitty anymore. Right, it's decent. Wait, so it's better at kickboxing than uh, Riverworks? Yeah, it's a lot better than Riverworks kickboxing. He was not so good at night either. <laughs> but, but yeah, Mo- like I said, man, Morgan's tough kid. Uh, he's still young, and uh, like you said, you know, if you want to be serious about being a pro fighter, you got to put in that time in the gym. Yeah, and you got to put in the time doing the right things, too, not just put in the time. You see, with me, I wasn't trying to be a pro fighter. I just yeah. was doing it for fun, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, even if you're doing it for fun, dude, it's a yeah, you still got to you, you yeah. get fucked up. In Hell yeah, and true. It, his parents are kind of like enablers. They're not, they support him, but not. In the, they should like really sit down and have a heart-to-heart with the guy. I want to sit down and have a heart-to-heart with him, man. I wish I could get him in here and just sit down and rap with him one time. So, Morgan, open invite. Come in on this podcast. We'll talk some shit to each other. And uh, we're gonna get your career on the right path, man. Because you can do anything you want to do, but just you, you just gotta yeah, you be gotta put in that time in the gym, man. Dude, he puts in the time. He's just not always doing the right thing. Like you put in a lot of time with wrestling, you know. Right. But that's not helping him. He needs to do what he needs to do for him. Gotcha. You know, he's a great guy, but uh, he needs a little bit of more discipline in his life. At least if he wants to be a pro fighter. Next up was Laura Nizzle against Alexis Flaherty. Oh my God! I saw that fight on Facebook Live. That was a crazy ass fight. It was crazy. I want to have cardio like Laura. Laura had great dude. I want to. I want to. I want to have cardio like her. Because if I have cardio like, I'll be an animal. <laughs> yes. So, on the last wrestling class I took uh, that I taught that she took right before the fight, dude, she smoked the entire uh, the entire wrestling practice on the cardio at the end of the class. So I knew she was going to be in shape for this fight. Um, she, she always looks strong, yeah, too. Yeah, dude, she put in a lot of work with Solomon Renfro this camp. Cool. And, dude, you could see the effects that Solomon's uh, pad work and just his coaching had on her, you know. Todd Todd Liberati ended up coming back and finishing cornering her for the fight. Uh, he's been hurt. He wasn't able to really work with her, so she worked with Solomon for most of the fight. Okay. And uh, she did a lot more fight team stuff and actually did a lot more stuff with the team instead of individually. And the discipline really paid off in the cage. You could see... That even after she got rocked and she got beat up a little bit, she didn't shell up. She fired back, dude. She's got a granite chin. Right, yo, her cardio. If she didn't have that cardio, she would have lost that fight. I think so too. I think she, it paid. You know, she kept coming at the girl. The girl got tired out and cracked her. Bam. Yeah, put her to sleep. Yes, that thing's got over ten thousand likes on YouTube. I w- so I, w- I wanna, I want cardio like her. If I could have cardio like. Uh, like her, man. It'd be awesome. Before the fight, I made fun of her for being fat, dude. And then, because uh, she's a little chunk, chunky. No offense. Oh, she's not. No, no, not now. 
Dude, she had abs for days. Right, for the fight. right, right, right. So I made fun of her, dude. And she oh, was, after the fight? No, before the before fight. Before the fight? Oh. Like weeks and months before oh, the okay, fight. Gotcha, I was like, gotcha. yeah, you're looking a little pudgy, you know? <laughs> and, uh, dude, she took it to heart and she got some serious abs for the fight. She looked Hell great. Yeah. And, I've uh, never had abs like that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> really proud of the effort she put in there. I know uh, a lot of people aren't too happy with Jim Hablett, and I've yeah. been critical in the past, but uh, she did what she needed to do for this fight. Did you see um, uh, on Facebook Live? Uh, somebody left a comment. Are you uh, talking about Mans Rogers? Yes. A clock is right <laughs> twice a day. I did see that. As in fact, I was about to talk about that next. Oh my. I don't know. What do you think about that, man? I think they should do uh, a fight together. On June 15th, ground fourth fights. They can uh, make it happen on that one. Why are you laughing at me? Because I can't t- make it happen. <laughs> ground t- fourth fights, June 15th, man. Tongue tied it. <laughs> yeah, it's a tongue twister a little bit. I got that nice geese from that man. Perfect. Oh yeah. Rich Mitchell puts on a great show, but I think they should. Uh, they were supposed to do one that Bad Blood one. Remember we had Mans on. We had to interview her. Yeah. She talked all that shit. And uh, uh hope uh, uh, let's set them up a fight and have them come on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I owe Laura Nizzle uh, a trip on the podcast. I promised her when she got her first win, she could come on the podcast. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, I know but, you'll be here for that. Pretty oh, girl Ray will be here. Uh, listen, she got like I said. Um, when I was watching that fight, uh, yo, this girl, she got hurt. She kept coming. You know, she took some shots though. She did. She took some shots. I was, you know, scared for her. You know, she like when she got hit, but she kept coming. You know, that cardio, man. Yeah, she threw a bomb. Oh, well, as much of a bomb as an atom weight, a hundred five pounder with a four ounce glove can throw. There was that much force behind that punch. Yeah, yeah. drop that girl. Drop that girl. So who do you think wins, her or men's? Put you on the spot. Damn. You know what? Man's got the ugly spider. I'm going to pick the Laura. Because <laughs> of the ugly spider? Yeah, cause, just because of the ugly spider. She touched that ugly tarantula. Ew, I don't want her shaking my hands. You know both these girls are going to listen to this because I'm going to tag them in it. Just so I, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm you fine. can't play them against each other. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. You don't like that spider? I don't like that spider. Man, I think this is a lot tougher fight to pick than it was uh, when it originally happened. I thought that man's back in the... Two years ago or a year and a half ago when they were going to do the fight, I thought Mans would crush her. And but now, let, me, let, me, let me, but. Go ahead. Uh, Mans still training, right? I don't know how much Mans is training, actually. That's kind of why I think that it's a lot more even, though. Yeah. Who who got the best? It's going to come down to who got the. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is going to be Mans for sure. For sure. Wrestling. Right. Wrestling, I think, goes in Niz right now. Yep. To be honest with you. And how about striking? Striking? I'm going to have to say Niz has a strike. I'm going right to say Niz because she got the power. And I man, and she is, got the cardio too. Yeah, and man's <laughs> striking and cardio it, it comes into question at times. Okay, um, so not on the ground. She's got great cardio on the ground, but her striking on the feet. Right. When she's starting to get tagged up is a little bit. It could be questionable. Yeah. But that could be due to training habits too, because I know she's phenomenally in shape. Yeah. So she just needs to get more time. In. But on the other hand, she lives with a one of the best brown belts in the country. That's true. Great hander shot, best hair in uh, jujitsu. <laughs> That could play a big factor too. If it gets to the ground, man's gonna twist her up probably. Hell yeah! So it, it will be a, definitely it will be a yeah. good fight for sure. I, I thought last time mm-hmm. that man's was walking in as a clear favorite. Right now, I would say it's, it's a pick 'em fight, but I think uh, Laura Niz would probably be. If I had to put money on it, I'd probably put my money on Laura Niz for that fight. Especially she should keep training with Solomon and yeah, with the training habits they are. If they stay the same that they are. I mean, anything can change between now and then. Right. So when we have the girls on, we'll have a more inside track because I know both girls. So yeah. see uh, how the training is, camp is going for them both. Yeah. 
Because if Laura goes back to train her old ways, I would have to go back with Mans. But right, I don't know. It's tough. Well, I'm not picking her because that spider. Yeah, <laughs> I love that spider, dude. That spider is awesome. Wait, wait, you touched that spider? I haven't touched. I haven't seen the spider in real life yet. Oh. I used to have a spider, though. I'm all for the spider. Don't shake my hands no more. Yeah, and you I got, think you got that spider man. You got that spider germs. I really think this is the fight that both girls need to really get their careers back on track. Because Mans needs to win just as bad as Niz did. Yeah, and I think this would be a great fight. And if Mans dedicates herself like she could, I think. I think she could take it too. It just be. It depends on how they train. You're right about that. She like her boyfriend, her pretty boy boyfriend, got the jujitsu, one yeah, of the dude. best in town. So uh-huh. you know, and she has access to some of the best fighters around too. I mean, it just depends on how she trains. She's got a lot going on in her life. So if she takes the time and the commitment to do it, it'd be a great, great fight. Oh, yeah. If not, it's still gonna be a great fight. But the odds won't be in her favor. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. We had to go into that. So hopefully, Rich Mitchell will make that happen. <laughs> just trying to pick a fight girls don't get too mad <laughs> Amanda is going to be angry about this oh yeah she hold, you know females hold grudges and yeah. um, I'm sorry but it could be it could be like 10 years later she'll still be mad about this she'll bring it up <laughs> yeah that's alright though hopefully she'll understand I love her anyways I mean she came here and talked about the porn remember <laughs> I know that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, that one got demonetized. <laughs> that one got me in trouble, like, four different times. <laughs> Every time I post it, I get a notification that it has inappropriate language in it. <laughs> Scared the hell out of Brian Mazziniak. <laughs> yes. A lot of bad things happened. Next up was Jaron Dumman against Anthony Gugino. Gugino is one of Keith France guys. Uh, I don't know what happened, but uh, Spicy Meatball won. Cool. That's Keith's guy. He won. Have you ever seen him fight before? I saw him fight before. He's actually pretty good. He fought ground force fights, too. Pretty impressive guy. Great judo background. Black belt in judo. Cool, cool. Uh, grappling's okay. Last time I saw him, his striking was very, very stiff. Okay. But uh, I heard this time he looked really good. Keith I haven't work, seen him yet. Keith's working with him, right? Yeah, he's working with him. Right, so cool. Should be a lot better. I mean, that oh, was yeah. a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next fight on the card was supposed to be Keith Frant versus Jacob Dorman, but uh, Jacob had to pull out, and Keith lost his fight, man. It's tough. Lost his fight this week. Yeah, I hate that. I hate when that happens. Yeah, I seen when he posted it on Facebook. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that sucked. There's no worse feeling than that in the entire world. I've been there, and uh, (laughs) I feel for him, man. Like he cut a lot of weight. He's got a baby on the way, dude. Yeah. Who knows when the next time he's gonna be able to get in a cage? True that. It's just sad, dude, because he's a great fighter, and uh, hopefully he could fight. Yeah, I would like to keep us a good guy, and uh, yeah, I would like to see him fight again. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know what else? Superfly offered them to fight Keith, and uh, King of Cage didn't even take it to Keith. Oh, wow. So there was an opportunity to save that fight, and uh, they didn't do it. So I just want to put them on blast because Superfly was looking for a fight. Yeah, because he was supposed to fight too, right? Yeah, I don't know um, I don't know what happened with that. I, I wasn't really in the situation. Next up was Teresa Blaz versus Cynthia Arceo. I was in the back. I didn't see this fight at all. I don't even know who won. Well. Oh. I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't there. Next fight was Juan Roman versus Anthony Romero, the genius. Rom- Romero uh, beat Felton, up-and-coming guy. Roman, uh, Romain, or however you say his name, Roman, he beat Jeremy Stopa. Oh, wow. So, so these two guys battled it out, and uh, Romero just, he won. Oh, I think won in the second. Oh, I've seen, I seen that fight with, uh, with uh, Superfly. Yeah. Yep. That was another close decision. Um Juan Roman, the the fight he had with uh, Stopa was pretty boring. 
Um, I didn't see much of this fight because I was in the back with Herbert uh, right outside. I only saw that Romero won. I don't even really know how. Next up, the fight you really wanted to talk about, Eric Herbert versus Randy McCarthy. What do you think? Oh, before we get into that, <laughs> let's just say... Please, Eric Herbert, don't beat me up. That Herbert had on the blue Democratic Vote Herbert shirt. And uh, the other guy came down with the... Uh, made America great. Yeah, the, <laughs> the MAGA hat. Red American and MAGA hat. It was a, a political battle and MMA fight. What do you think? Wait, Herbert's a Democrat? Herbert is a Democrat. I thought he was Republican. He was Republican. He left the Republican Party because of the way they handled the um, North Tondawanda uh, dispatch problem where the police couldn't use a dispatch. Right. So he ended up leaving them and becoming an independent. And uh, he's running Democrat for county legislator for North Tondawanda. Oh, okay. I want Herbert to be president. Yeah, I would like Herbert to be president too, Captain America. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he was independent. And the independent party didn't endorse him, them fuckers. Bastards. Yeah, he's an independent. They don't. They didn't even endorse him because they're stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, go ahead. Break down the fight, Ray. <sighs> Eric Herbert. I mean, he's gonna beat you up when he hears this. This this is a light heavyweight fight too, right? Two hundred. It was a catch weight. Catch weight. Okay. Uh, this guy was actually a last minute replacement. Eric Herbert was supposed to fight Jackson, stand up fighter. It was gonna be a little bit different fight. The fight that ended up happening, and it was supposed to be at one eighty five, not two hundred. Yeah, that, I seen the the uh, face off picture. That guy had that smirk in his face. I wanted the bull to put a horn on him. Oh, dude, and his belt, dude. This bothers me so much. I don't even know why this bothers me so much. <laughs> I seen you mention it in the, in the, in the comments. Yeah, on Facebook. dude, I, I talk about this to everyone I saw. Dude, the tip on his belt. He's got a, he's a brown belt, which means he's very accomplished in jujitsu. Right. He's got three tips. Four tips means you're ready for your black belt, right? So he's got two tips that are perfectly straight. And uh, one tip that's almost on a 45-degree angle on his belt. I don't know why that bothered me so much, but it drove me batty. <laughs> I just wanted to see him get his face smashed just for that. I don't even know why. Like, it just bothered me so much. I, he was so proud of his belt, but his tape was all messed up. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I'm so, um, yeah, so the fight, you know, I saw that fight on Facebook Live, and um, I seen Herbert trying to take him down. Took him a while, but he got him down, got his back, and uh, time ran out. For the first round, uh, uh, second round, I seen um, <clears throat> you know, Herbert coming in, doing some shots and some late kicks, and uh, I, I think the guy was catching, caught Herbert with a uh, what was that, a left hook maybe, a right hook, and um, Herbert was taking him down, went for the takedown I should say, and took him a minute, but he got it. Um, it seemed like the guy had good takedown defense because it seemed like if Eric Kerber was in shape, he'd take him down. Yeah, and then it's fast, you know. I'll give my breakdown as soon as you finish yours. I just want to hear the, what you thought about the end of the second. Who won the second round? Herbert. What? He didn't watch the fight so good. My name watched it so good. All right, third round. Herbert? Wait. Uh, I got to watch the fight again. I'm yeah. sorry. You gotta watch the fight again. <laughs> I've only watched it one time, and I was there live. But I know Herbert didn't win the second round. I know he got caught, right? He, what round was that? The second round he got Se caught. Second round he got caught a little bit. Yeah, he got caught yeah. a little bit. Like like the guy threw a hook and caught him and and like stepped aside, I guess. And 
Yeah, I definitely got to watch that fight. I'm he does a run that Eric had a really, really hard time taking him down. They were on the fence most of the round. The guy kept breaking off. Was he grabbing the fence? He did grab the fence one time. Very clearly stopped the takedown and grabbed the fence. Because I think I heard somebody like, maybe it, would have been, it was you. Yelling. It was me yelling. It was yelling, okay. Fence. Yeah. <laughs> it was very blatant. I yelled it. Uh, it happened right before well, I yelled it. I, when I yelled it, he didn't grab the fence, but I wanted to make sure he didn't grab the fence again. Right. Because the first time he stopped the takedown with it. And then he was reaching to do it again, and I yelled really loud. And then he didn't grab the fence. It was just a corner trick. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, third round. Go ahead, break it down. Uh, I got to watch it again. I'm sorry. Eric got on top. Huh? Eric got on top. Oh, Eric got on top of him and started pounding on him. Yeah. And what else? That's it. Okay. That's all the whole round went. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it was just three rounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was the decision, split decision. Eric Herbert wins. Yeah. What did you think about his performance? In my opinion, he he could have done better. I think um, he looked How come like. A, being so wait, wait, but now? listen, listen, listen. To me, it seemed like because I've seen Eric Herbert fight before, and and to me, he he beat up better guys, and um, and um, he just didn't seem like, you know, he wasn't in shape, and uh, and to me, Eric Herbert would have took him down in shape. Eric Herbert would have took him down and beat the shit out of him, and um. Uh, to me, it seemed like Eric Herbert got a lot of things going on outside the gym. And I like Eric Herbert. He's my boy. He's looking like you're sweating, Ray. Yeah, I don't want him to beat me. I don't, <laughs> want, him, I don't want him to come down to beat me up. <laughs> All right, I'll break down the fight for you in the caveman breakdown. I'm doing a write-up right now, too, so that'll be live on my uh, my Jeff Captain Caveman Den's site soon. So check it out. Make sure you share it. First round, I thought Eric Herbert won. He came out. Dude, he got his nose broke on the first opening exchange. So uh, the guy definitely tested him. We watched a uh, film on this guy. Uh, we knew he was a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, southpaw. So kind of the same thing we were preparing for. Not really so much on the ground because uh, Eric's other guy wasn't too good on the ground. But he was a southpaw too, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, Eric got cracked in the opening salvo. Uh, hurt his nose pretty good. Got it broken. Uh, the guy was a lot quicker than on in real life than we saw on tape. And uh, he definitely showed on the feet. And he was there to fight. Yes. Eric was able to secure the takedown uh, later half of the first round. He definitely ate some illegal elbows on the back of the head. That, yeah, I seen that. That stunned him. And, yeah. Uh, he was still feeling them after the fight, so they were pretty good shots. And that was uh, in the opening exchange when he put him on the, the cage. There. He was against the fence. I seen him with the elbow. I seen him catching him in the back of the head. Yeah, the one was like directly to the back of his head too. I didn't see it until um, he talked about it later, and I I just watched that part of the film before yeah. I, I did this podcast. It was very clear you could see it. Yeah. Then um, he got the takedown. He was able to secure the back after a little bit of a struggle on a brown belt. Got the choking deep. Um, he wasn't able to finish it because he wasn't really getting his elbow in the guy's back where he can use his forearm to like turn everything with the choke. Kind of had the elbow out, so he's just squeezing with his arms instead of using his whole body. Um, but it, it's tough to, to get a, a black belt, uh, brown belt's uh, back like that. He ended up finishing on top. Definitely took the first round. Go back into the corner, dude. His nose is all bloodied up. Uh, Talked to him. Seemed pretty okay. He came off the stool, dude. I thought he looked exhausted as soon as the fight started. Looked like he didn't even want to stand up with the guy anymore. And uh, you could see it in his takedown attempts. They were just lagging. Uh, he got a little tagged up that round. First kick he threw in that round, he broke his foot. 
Oh, really? First leg kick. He, he, uh, the guy checked it a little bit. He yeah. caught his knee, broke his foot. Oh. So that's a little bit why he didn't have such good movement in his feet at uh, in the second round. Um, that first shot broke his le- uh, broke his foot. That's all. He sent me a picture of it, dude. But you it's know terrible. what? <clears throat> this, you know, the bull man. He's tough as hell. Yeah, he's tough. You know what I mean, hearing this stuff, broken foot, broken nose, and he keep fighting. Yeah. You know, gotta give him credit. He's the bull. Is the bull man. He's tough as hell. Yeah, that broken nose, dude. It's hard to breathe like that. My right. nose is like permanently broken, so I know how hard it is to breathe like that all the time. Jesus Christ, I can imagine me having a broken nose with my cardio. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be dead, dude. You you wouldn't even be able to do this podcast. You'd be laying on the floor. <laughs> so, anyways, every point you made is very valid too, Eric. Did have a lot of stuff going on, and to be perfectly frank, you didn't train like you needed to train to be in a professional fight. He definitely trained harder than most amateurs ever trained. Yeah, and uh, he put in the time for the fight, but he's. Uh, police officer he's on the school board he's running for uh legislator yep. he's got a lot of stuff going plus he's a husband and a father taking care of his kids going to wrestling meets with caleb doing a lot of stuff it showed in the second round his condition was shot he was exhausted i honestly thought we we're probably gonna lose that fight third round we came up on the stool dude get there we're like oh you need this round he's like i know i know every time he tried <laughs> to give him any kind of encouragement he's like i know i got it he didn't want to hear it <laughs> Uh, we made some tactical adjustments that he listened to it no problem. And, like, you go to tell him, he's like, I know what I got to do. Like, he <laughs> just knew, you know. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I've been tired in a fight one time my entire life, and I wilted and I faded. And I've never seen anyone, after they were so exhausted, as he looked in the second round, come back out and win a third round. I mean, like you said, broken foot, broken nose. That to show you the guy's an animal, man. And then exhausted he comes out hits the takedown he's on top for the whole round he pounds a guy in passes the brown, uh, brown belts guy repeatedly does damage works him over hits the double herbert slam grill slam that i stole and made the caveman crunch <laughs> and uh dude it was great you should have heard a pop from the crowd when he did the double hammer fist at the same time <laughs> it was loud and it was just amazing it was what everyone was waiting to see he got a little bit in uh, won the third round. It was a split decision, which was bullshit. There's no way it was a split decision. We won the first round. We won the third round. We right. lost the second. And that's how I see the fight, man. And, like, what a display occurs. Forever he'll be my hero. Captain America. Captain America. Dude, I feel like crying. I got tears coming down my eye. I know. Because, like, you know, Eric Herbert, man, he's the savior of Western New York. He's the face of Western New York MMA. Yeah, dude, he was on the forefront of fighting for MMA legality in New York State. You know, he's been fighting a fight for MMA his whole life. And it just it carries over right into politics, man. He's gonna. I want him to be president, dude. Yeah, I want him to be president. We so need I'm good on. people in public office, and he's someone you should vote for. He's also, a, He's a great role model. Also, he announced his retirement in the in the cage, uh, and he called out uh, his uh, political opponent. Uh, I forgot his name right now. Guccio or Gucci or something. Uh, Gucci. Yeah, he said, "Pay your taxes. <laughs> Pay your taxes." He called him out. I think they should hand it in the cage. Whoever wins become um, president or whatever. President. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine Eric. Eric Herbert beating up a little pencil neck guy. <laughs> dude, I can imagine Eric Herbert is president. I can't imagine a fighting a politician in a cage, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Captain America. Anyways, great guy. Oh, um, yeah. Great fight. Uh, not the best fight. He wasn't really all that proud of his fight. But for the time he put in and effort he put in against such a game opponent, dude, 
Like I said, I've and the never situation seen he was in, broken nose, broken yeah. legs. You know, you can't you, you can't question his courage. You can never do that. I'm not making any excuses for him. He should have trained harder because it's what he wanted to do. But dude, that third round is just amazing. I've been watching. I watched thousands of fights probably in my life. I've never seen someone look go from being so exhausted and still be that tired and win the round like that and just dominate it. Like I've seen him come back and catch them and knock them out or catch a submission when they're tired, but never like a clear domination like that. And dude, that I can't even tell you how impressive that is to me. And like I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Really? I'll have to write it down because I can't, can't even enunciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Next fight, Pat mix versus Terrell Galloway. Pat mix doing what he do best, man. Take him down, beating the shit out of people. <laughs> You saw that fight, right? Oh, I like the head kick he did. Yeah. Dude, with the head kick, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That was cool. What did you think of his stand-up this fight? It looks good. I thought he looked the best I've ever seen him look. You know what? Listen, Mix is the best fighter right now. I mean, not right now. He's been the best fighter in the for a while in Western New York. He trains over there at Jackson's MMA, and um, his his striking looked awesome, man. I seen him doing pad work. You know, he, he got the wrestling. He got the... Uh, Jiu-Jitsu, right? Yeah. You know, he got the ground game. He might be one. He might. He could be literally the best 135-pounder in MMA in the world on the ground. Right. Maybe without a doubt. Yeah. What's next for him? UFC. Come on, UFC. Come on, Dana White. It's going to be UFC, Bellator, maybe uh, 1FC. That'd be nice. Soon. Or Professional Fighters League for the million-dollar tournament. Uh... We, we, got, we got to do something, man. We got to, we got to, I got to uh, see uh, any of my connected people, Ghani connects with UFC or Bellator and mention his name to check yeah, him they, out. He's already been, uh, he's gotten a call for UFC already, so we'll see. Cool. Yeah, uh, he had to turn it down, but uh, okay. he's definitely got the call already. Really right. short notice fight. He wasn't able to do it. He's on the radar, man. Yeah. He should be okay. in the UFC. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, but. You know, whoever offers the best contracts probably. Let me tell you something. Go. UFC come back to Buffalo. We gotta have we gotta have him in there. I'm yeah. There. I mean the the Manhattan, Madison Square Garden, the Buffalo, any one yeah. of those three. Oh yeah. Oh, I was just drinking on the mic, that's probably sounded terrible. Yeah. I'll cut that part out too. <laughs> or maybe that won't just annoy everybody. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say about Pat Mix. Yeah, his stand up, his timing and distance looks so good. I've never seen him look so confident and so so just ready to do damage on the feet. Normally, he's looking for that takedown. You could just see the damage. Dude, that head kick flowed off so smooth. He probably didn't even know he was going to throw it. That's how smooth his stand-up right. is. It's just grooving like Yeah, because the guy, went, when he got hit with it, the guy was shocked. Like, what the fuck that came from? <laughs> I think Mix could have finished with a KO if he really wanted to. I just think he's so ingrained. He didn't even really know what he was doing. It just pop, hit him. And then he's like, oh, I get the takedown. He got the takedown. He um, locked up the, um, the hold down. And, uh, uh, what the call it? The, uh, the cru- crucifix. Yeah, the crucifix. he had the crucifix. Yeah. The, yeah, he was hitting the guy with elbows, man. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. I didn't want to cut you off. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, he was hammering with elbows and punches. And what did you think about the stoppage? I think it was good. The guy couldn't do nothing. He was getting hit. The referee got to save him. You think? Yeah. I seen the guy getting up, running around the cage like a monkey. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? You didn't think it was a little bit early? No. I thought it was a little bit early, to be honest with you, Ray. You know what, K-Man? You want to see blood. I do. You want to see um, an elbow just 
ripped open to the skin. I want to see the eye socket closed, busted up. That's what people pay money for, man. That's what those guys are in there to do. Yeah, but he was taking shots, man. He, he couldn't get out. He, he couldn't do nothing. He couldn't get out. And we don't know. We're not in a cage. We don't. He could have verbally tapped. True that. You don't yeah. know that. And yeah. sometimes if you verbally tap, tap a guy is going to react like that. Only three people really know what happened in that cage. Referee. Pat Mix, the referee, and that guy. Yeah. That's it. And uh, I'll have to ask Patty Mix if that guy verbally tapped. But if he didn't. I don't think the fights changed at all, so don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Mix or that it was early stoppage because it wasn't due. I just think that Mix would beat the shit out of that guy. He don't care. Ten more elbows, and uh, the fight's different. That guy's not getting up running around like a retard. He's bleeding <laughs> all over with his eyes closed. I'm serious. Like yeah. It's just a bad optic for KOTC, I think. I think the referee needs to let it go on just a little bit longer, at least so there's some kind of damage to the guy where... The, it warrants a stopping. I know right. the guy couldn't protect himself intelligently, but I just think he needs to do a little bit more damage. Gotcha. Although that guy probably could be damaged right now, just thinking they're like counting his brain cells. I know the referee's <laughs> always out there looking out for a fighter's safety, but I mean, it's a co-main event at KOTC, you know? Yeah. I think you gotta let it go just 10 more strikes. I agree. I agree with you. 10 more strikes would have been and to be honest with you, nothing changes. It, this does not change the outcome of the fight at all. Because I've been held down by Patchy Mix. I'm a black belt. I'm not going nowhere when he wants to hold me there and hit me like that, right? And I'm bigger than the guy he fought. But I, I just think it's a bad optic and Pat should have been able to, should have had to smash him a little bit more. And I'm sure Pat would agree with me because it looked better on his highlight film with his elbows covered in that guy's blood, you know? <laughs> That's what I think, yeah. at least. My two cents. I'm old school, though. I know you want to protect the fighters and CTE and all that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he got... Yeah, that guy got crushed. Either way, Pat Mix is the... I guess we both can agree that Pat Mix is the best 135-er. In the world. Maybe in the world. We'll find out soon. But definitely anywhere in the Northeast. Probably anywhere in the it, States. We'll it, see. It, it, yeah. Anywhere outside of UFC competition, for sure. Hell yeah. And then I think his stand-up dude is becoming world-class. Yeah. We'll see, man. He looks so good on the feet, so smooth. His stand-up looked just like his ground does. I can't even explain how happy it makes me, to, how happy it is to see his stand-up look so good. Because I've always worried about that, and not anymore, dude. I'm glad I didn't have to do any rounds with him this camp. <laughs> you didn't feel like getting beat up? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd probably be not so intelligent right now. <laughs> <laughs> Last fight, Billy Q versus uh, Adrian Villacala. Villacata? I'm not even sure how to say this name. Uh, I never see. I didn't even see this fight. I uh, I was talking with my friends after the fight because Herbert won, and I was watching him, making sure he was not too concussed after the fight. But uh, and I caught bits and pieces of this. Billy Q looked really good. I don't know if you know or not. He's uh he's local from the area. Then he beat up a uh, felony. Yeah, he did beat up felony. Uh, I think he beat up felony. Yeah. At the casino when they came out when Felony came out here, he the Canadian kid beat him up, huh? not Billy Q. Yeah, Billy Q beat him up. I think I gotta look that up. Yeah, look it up right now while I'm talking. Anyways, his uh, I thought DeMarc Antonio fought him. That's what I'm thinking of. DeMarc Antonio, DeMarc Antonio beat Felony. <laughs> Billy Q was uh, main evented a couple times though at KOTC, so he may have fought uh, Bel uh. Felony too, but the time that we went, 
Uh, felony fought DeMarc Antonio. The one where he spun him around? That's the one you're talking about, right? Uh, I don't know. Where Felony spun DeMarc Antonio went for like Uma Plata. And uh, he, he threw him in the cage? Charles, yeah, Bennett like picked him up and spun around and threw him into the cage. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. Because that was DeMarc Antonio. And that was a good fight, too. Yeah, that was a funny fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> find it? Yeah, that air's not good. No, I ain't find it. Hold on one second. I'm, All right. I'm still looking. What do you think about if we get a camera in here? To do like a video podcast. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think we should do it. I think it'll look way better. Maybe more people watch on YouTube. Find it yet? Not yet. Dude, you were so slow on your phone. I know, man. I know. Stop looking at porn. Hold up, hold up. We haven't done one podcast where Ray hasn't looked at porn. (laughs) Sorry, Billy Q. I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, fight speech. Anyways, Billy Q's stand-up looked phenomenal. I don't know if you know this or not as well. He's just coming off a major knee surgery. Uh, He's had one pro boxing fight since the knee surgery, but first MMA fight. And he used to train over at Western New York MMA. So he's like a local flavor. When he came in town last time, he uh, came and worked out with us. It was super awesome. Got a good role with him. He's a really tough guy, man. Super humble, too. Anyways, stand-up looked great. Had some exchanges. His wrestling looked a little rough. Looked like he was having a little bit of trouble on the feet. And then um, after he got the guy down, dude, he dominated on the feet. Or dominated on the ground. After the wrestling, he, he was able... I don't think so. I'm tired of watching. I'm, I'm tired of looking. Hang on one second. I'm fucked up, so I want to fix it. Okay. So anyways, uh, he was having a hard time wrestling with him on a cage. But as soon as he got the fight to the floor, dude, he dominated. And then um, the last round, he was just mauling him. I talked with uh, Tim Cordero, who we're going to have on the podcast soon, one of the uh, official scorers. And he said that was uh, the most... Uh, most dominant 10-8 round he's ever seen up until that point. So that just goes to show what kind of fighter Billy Q is, man, coming back from that knee surgery, looking great, and close out the show. And I guess the next King of the Cage is going to be September 22nd. So maybe I can get on there and fight uh, that dickhead. What dickhead? The one I got in a fight with after the fight. What fight? Ray. I'm, I'm, I'm Tyler up. Collins. Tyler Collins. The guy I fought, and then I beat him, and then we were shoving each other after the fight. The one who was saying he got cheated? Yeah. And he posted all that stuff? From Ohio? Yeah. That cocksucker. Yeah. Ooh, come over here. Come come, come over here to the... What's his name again? Tyler Collins. Tyler, come over here if I can smack you. <laughs> Bunga Dorman came in beating you up, and then I'm going to smack you because I got no cardio. <laughs> Yeah, I want to fight him one time and then hang him up. Still want to fight him. I don't know why I hate him. I just do. He's just a shit talker, man. I know. That guy I fought last time that beat me was uh, even worse. But like he didn't talk no shit. He just acted all cocky. But uh, Tyler Collins, man, I we we should fight again. Yeah, he said you won because of your hometown or some shit. Yeah. Uh huh. He was just talking. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Let's make it happen. Fuck him and fuck his mother, too. Yeah, whatever weight, whatever state, except for PA, you want to do it in. I can't get licensed in PA, but I'll fight you anywhere else, man. Wherever you want to go. You want to go fight in Hawaii? Let's go fight in Hawaii. Or Alaska or Antarctica. I don't care. Wherever the flat earth. What are you doing? 
You said flat earth. I just say flat earth. I don't know what to say after that. I was talking <laughs> some shit and I just I ran out of stuff to say. <laughs> what are you doing? What? You're just playing on your phone. I'm watching my fights. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so that's our review of King of the Cage. Anything else to add, Ray, even though you weren't there? God bless America. Yeah. Captain America for president. <laughs> That's funny. Well, welcome back. It's good to have you in the studio. Hopefully, Sunday, we're going to have... Oh. Uh, yeah, that was your cue. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so listen. Uh, <laughs> if you stop looking at your phone, we can uh, yeah. be back in the flow. Listen, I'm going to get some guests here. Some big name guests. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so we're going to get back on it. You know, with a big name guest, and uh, you know, we're gonna be good again. I thought you had your big name guest already lined up. Oh, I do. The IVC guy. IVC, baby. We're gonna have him on there. Um, Sergio Ballarelli. Have him on, and uh, IVC might be coming back. Be good. Yep. I'm gonna get him to do a bare knuckle, like bare knuckle boxing. Oh, I wanna, I wanna get in uh, the bare knuckle guys. Yeah? Yeah. So oh, because we're I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, trying to get people out. I'm gonna get some uh, some of the fighters. I'm gonna get. I wanna get the maybe the champion. Have uh -huh. him come on. And, That'd be um, cool. I st what about Ken Shamrock? It was just his birthday. Oh, his I birthday. wish him happy birthday. Oh, did you? Did he respond yeah. to you? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on Shamrock. I'm gonna send him a message. Um, and um, let's get him on here. We're closing in on 100 shows, Ray. It'll be do great it. for 100 shows at Ken Shamrock. We got a special guest for the 100th episode. <laughs> yeah. We got to do something special for 100. We're at this is yeah. 85, I think. 84, 85. Something like that. All right. Let me, let me, let me talk to yeah. Shamrock then. I know. That'd be a special 100 yeah. episode. Because 50 we had Dan Severn. Yeah. So for 100, we should get uh, Ken Shamrock. Yeah. And we could talk about their fight from Ken Shamrock's point of view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this podcast is over. It's a mess. It's always a mess. Yeah. Every time you pop on your phone, I can hear another thing, so I have to edit all those out. Oh, I'm sorry. Like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. It's a rumor going around that David Whitman's coming back to fight. What? I totally forgot about that. I guess I can't retire yet. <laughs> Whitman dance needs to happen. Him and Schultz are supposed to have that uh, but wait, wait, kickboxing wait, fight like wait, 10 wait, years wait, ago. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. You can't fight Whitman. Why is that? You're a pro fighter. So he has to turn pro. Right. It's all right. All right. Make it happen. Okay. Yeah. Fight Whitman. Yeah, watch out. He got that dangerous left hook. Look at it. Left you speechless. <laughs> I don't even know what to say that, right? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you only have a four second knockout that's true you got the world record man yeah although although he might have tapped Billy looking at that fight remember he had his watch oh, that fight oh yeah 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 and and you gotta give him credit he's tough as hell because remember um this on uh, December to dismember he had that tough fight and he had a limp and limped off <laughs> the cage he needed help to get out yeah after I had, a, I had a whole mop and he was bleeding on me he put blood in your shirt yeah 
I still have that shirt. This is my only nice shirt. And then and Gannon put his blood on it. Yeah, that purple, purple TNT <laughs> shirt. I miss TNT so bad, dude. Yeah. I just posted a video of me and Don doing a TNT breakdown today. Yeah. I miss those days. TNT remind me of... Uh, like, uh, w, like like WCW, yeah, dude. WCW, and then it, it it went away, and then it wasn't there no more. I know, dude. That was the best because it was like pro wrestling, dude. They had caveman cutting promos for him. Yeah, doesn't get better than that. Rich Mitchell should do that. I cut promos for him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. TNT man, Don, come back, please. Put some shows in Buffalo. I can't. He's working for the commission. Damn. No. Actually, the gym still owns TNT. Dub and. Eric, maybe and they should sell Tommy. it to us and have a TNT K Man style. Fight. Yeah, dude, I'd run a TNT. I don't want to buy it though; it's too expensive. That's true. It's not worth it. Just start K Man's King of the Cave. Caveman's King of the Cave. Yeah, a the cage. We have like a, uh, like a. <laughs> We, we you know what like we could do, big, dude? Put like a like a cave. It looks like a cave. We could make it around. crazy, dude. We could have like seven sides of an octagon, and then a ro- ring for the last little thing, <laughs> like a rope from the ring. <laughs> It'd be crazy, and just have guys that never won. Just have guys that never won fought, and get like sticks of flames all around. Yeah, something cool. Or have the ropes, that little panel of ropes, electrified, so you push or, someone or, in. Or, or have like a, a open area with spikes in the ground. Yeah, like somebody fall into spikes. Yeah, like right outside the ropes, dude. We can make it all crazy. So like, you don't want to have your back to the ropes. Yeah. Oh man, Jesus. Yeah. I've spent too much time in a float tank. All right, play the music, Ray. This guy here, he's still looking for it, aren't you? I tried to cover up all this time, and you still haven't found it. Yeah, I wasn't. Hold on one second, Cave. <laughs> Stop texting girls, dude. Let's get this shit on the road. Come on, let me see. Here, here we go, right here. All right. My computer says it's 444. Yeah! All right, Fight Fans, this is Caveman Corner. We are out of here. Peace out. In the Caveman Studios in North Buffalo. Captain Girls don't listen to these, or we be in so much trouble. Your wife listen to this. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that, caveman. <laughs> <laughs> so Mickey was drunk. Yeah, dude, it was so bad. He's spitting on poor Sam's food. I felt so bad for her. And then he was just she grabbing, was really and, upset. And then he was just grabbing uh, Mike Dub's um, food. No, it was really. Sam's food, like his girlfriend Sam's, dude. He's like reaching over in between the two of them, like grabbing the food. Oh, wow. Dude, it was so ignorant. I'm sorry, Mike Dub. Yeah. You should have broke uh, Mickey's. Dude, I, I had um, to, like, literally, I walked him back to the other end of the table so he wouldn't get in trouble. I thought Dub was really going to beat him up, dude. It was rough. <laughs> oh, damn. Poor Mickey would have got his ass kicked. Yeah. Big time. I know. Really big time. <laughs> Mike Dub, no joke. He's for real, dude. Remember him and um, 
Scott's gonna win that in on um, Facebook. Oh yeah, it's funny because uh, Skinner apologized for it the next day. Just like Dub said he would. <laughs> oh dude, that was so funny, man. Yeah, Mike Dub's no joke, man. Yeah, he's strong as hell. You know the funniest part of the whole shit. Uh, like Dub just talked to shit. He didn't really look at the fight. Man. And then after duty, watched the fight, and we we're talking about it in the locker room. And he's like, "Oh, he was kind of right. They just stopped the fight too early." <laughs> Mike Dub, yeah, Mike Dub is tough as hell. Yeah, it's fucking for real, dude. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to get choked out by him. Well, if you came to jiu-jitsu, maybe you know what it's like. <laughs> you know, I never stopped recording yet. Oh, oops. Yeah. All right. I guess that's the Easter egg. Okay. I was going to talk about something cool, but I won't get you in trouble with your girl. Okay. <laughs> Good thing she don't listen. 